Welcome to the show, everybody. My name is Chris. I'm here with Alex Navarro and Peter Marchiafava. And you're up against the hard cap. All right. right. So we have no plan for the show. I was going to say, I don't don't even think we say anything. Let's just start the show and let it go from there. All right. Welcome to the first ever completely acapella hard cap. What does that mean, Peter? That means that we don't have a script or song to go off of. No, wait, that's not even what that means. Hmm. We're an acapella group. Oh, yeah, what do you sing? I don't know. We don't sing songs. We talk sports. Oh. So you're idiots. Okay. Here's what I think. <clears throat> Nobody cares. Our listener is is itching to know what we think about the NBA draft. Snyder right? really is. I'm sure he, he wants is. to know. He has bets to make. Uh, <laughs> and he more needs bets to, know. to make. Yeah, and hedges. He needs to go against us trim. at all times. Yeah, right, right. Well, you maybe not so much me or Alex. Wow, really? I think we're Alex all is pretty bad. Smart. I told you he's like an encyclopedia. <laughs> I'd be spitting, spitting, spitting knowledge. I changed my mind. Alex is not someone you want to listen to. Hey, hey. Chris, you uh, you made your choice, as they say, buddy. <laughs> and welcome to another edition of The Hard Cap, everyone. My name's Peter, and joining me, as always, are my compatriots, my co-hosts, my chums, Chris and Alex. Gentlemen, what's the good word? You know, do you guys remember the Flintstones? No. Shut up. I know you do. Come on. Alex, mm-hmm. Flintstones? Did you, did you uh, watch the Flintstones? I, the Honeymooners? Is that? Oh, yeah. I love you remember the Honeymooners? Honeymooners? That was great. I, I that know you watched the Flintstones. I, I know you watched mm-hmm. I, I the Jetsons, all those old cartoons, right? I've never heard of them. Polar Alex, never heard of them. Do you remember that time that Homer sang Simpson? Homer Simpson, well, he's the one. greatest guy in history. From the, <laughs> From the town, of town of Springfield, he's about to hit, a, about chestnut to hit a chestnut tree. tree. <laughs> <laughs> now that that was a great show. That, that was, a great was show. awesome. Yeah, oh the, Flint, the Flintstones. Yeah, yeah. I think it had something to do with that song. Yeah, you remember that. So, so I hear that the people of Dubai don't really like the Flintstones, but the oh, folks in Abu Dhabi do. We've already. Jesus yeah, yeah. Didn't you already tell that one? I have, yeah. That's why. <laughs> that makes it even worse. I, I'm I... trying to make our listener think he's listening to the same episode he's heard before. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> so he goes, eh, skip. Uh... I'm turning this one off. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's been a long time since we chatted. So, of course, the first thing I want to know, I don't care how you're doing, don't care how your families are doing, how do you think the Bulls did in this NBA draft and free agency, of course? What, ahead, what exactly? I mean, what have they done aside from they re-sign tra- their own players? They traded into a second-round pick. <laughs> yes. They and, picked and drafted up a, a player to because they're losing a player of the same talent. <laughs> so they're basically they're subbing them out. To wash so it out. And then in free agency... <laughs> They picked up a backup to the backup point guard, but a guy who can shoot threes. He can play some mean defense. Maybe he'll be starting every once in a while. And uh, yeah, they re-got Andre Drummond and Nikola Vucevic. And then they Thank held goodness. firm. Yeah, because Andre, he made that choice. 
Yes, he the did. The Bulls didn't even make that call. He they decided he was sticking with us. Player option. And I mean, I guess I'm glad they traded into early second round mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to get someone. But and again, like you said, he's a hell of a defensive player. He right. was one of the highest ranked in, in NCAA last season. And that's great. They need that. He's got some length to him. But we've seen this before, right? We've seen this with Patrick Williams, right? I almost said Beverly for some reason. <laughs> he's like still fresh in my mind, even though he's gone. I heard the other day Beverly said he wanted to run it back with the same squad with the Bulls, and like 48 hours later, he was with a different team. That I kind mean, of... that sounds about right, though, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. If the Bulls were willing to offer up the money, he'd be like, hell yeah, let's run it back. But right. nah, we're good. Where'd he end up going? Ooh. Gosh, great question. We talk about sports here, and not losing signal. Sorry, uh, he went to. I, I just want to confirm. We, we do have a third guest uh, or a third person on the show. His name is Alex. Alex, are you there still? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Who are we oh, talking about? <laughs> oh, gotcha. Okay, because you definitely were not here the last five minutes, were you, sir? <laughs> what player are you trying to figure out? Patrick Beverly. Where did he go? He signed with somebody else. He did Celtics? Sign with somebody else. No, it wasn't the Celtics. Uh, oh, was it was it the Clippers? Or the No, no. it wasn't the Clippers. I don't know. What team did he sign for? That is a great question. We did lose him. I'm not too upset about it. I don't think he officially signed with anybody yet. I think, he, oh, Philly. He, he wants to play with Philly. Sixers. He wants to play with Philly. Yeah, but it's not official yet. I think. Um, no, he did. He agreed to a deal four days ago with the 76ers, a one year okay. contract. It could be official, but I didn't think it was. But yeah, 70, the uh, 76ers. Mm-hmm. So why did we bring up P-Bev again? I mean, he That's was he joke. was that leader. He was that leader. I mean, listen, when he was on the he was on the roster, we were fifteen and nine with him. We were we were a winning ball club with him. So I we, we can't completely hate on Pat Bev. Um and I don't know where we're gonna get that leadership from, really. That toughness, that grittiness. Where are we gonna get that from? Do we yeah, have that? That's a very good point. It's it's gonna be another soft team like they were last year, because I don't think anybody that they brought in is gonna be changing up the culture of this team. So it's yeah. it's gonna be pretty rough, man. I'm 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 seeing another like seventh eighth seed for this team. If so there's a rumor the... out there though. Go ahead. There's, there's a rumor out there that uh, we're gonna be part of that three team trade that the Blazers need to happen uh, for uh, Lillard to to go to Miami. So there could be some Tyler Hero, maybe some duncan robinson uh you know something something like that mixed in here would you guys be excited about something like that happening yeah. would you yeah i would like that i think that'd be a good role player on the team somebody well, can bring some energy who would we, we lose give zach up? though zach zach would be gone yeah. okay so zach for tyler hero chris well, you're good I mean, with that other pieces you're other getting pieces. something get, else i think too. we get a first either either late first or uh early second uh, we get Duncan Robinson. I mean, here this is a hypothetical one. I was say, what's Portland getting then? Are they getting Zach? Portland's getting Zach, and then Miami's getting Dame. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. I believe so. And then we get the the poo poo platter. 
Correct. But Tyler is not that. I mean, he averaged 20 points off the bench as a starter. You could hypothetically say he's going he's gonna to average more. Uh, he's he's a good scorer, not great defensive, but that's 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 Zach. I was gonna say it sounds like you're a just replacing money. Zach Levine at like what eighty percent of Zach Levine. I trust Tyler Hero better in the fourth quarter than I than I would Zach. I think that's where Zach kind of faded, where you know he missed some shots. Um, I, I didn't trust him much in the fourth quarter. That's it was it was it was more uh, DeRozan that you trust in the fourth quarter, but DeRozan's getting older, you know. That's so true. You need that youth, that young player. Speaking would of DeRozan, Lonzo, what's up, Chris? Would Lonzo Ball bring toughness to this team if he were not injured and he were yes. out there playing? Yes. Well, right? Yeah. Yeah. He would bring okay. intensity at the point guard spot. That's yeah. exactly what you he's need. And, the... and honestly, it's what you get with Alex Caruso whenever he's in the game, but oh, it's, yeah. it's also not the same because he can't run the offense like Ball could. Yeah. But we've only seen Lonzo Ball for what, a third? Or a fourth of an like NBA season with games, the Bulls, maybe. Yeah, and who knows if we'll ever see him again at this point? I mean, is this a career-ending in- injury for him? Uh, well, we won't see him is. in a Bulls uniform, that's for sure. I don't think he'll come back in the uni. So it's time to to figure something else out because if you don't have the toughness and you're missing that piece, you got to get something. And to me, what what they're doing this off season didn't solve that at all. They're just running it back with what they already had. So I think to your point. It's another soft team, and it's another same old result, and they're probably going to win between 30 and 35 games if they're lucky. All right, so let, let's talk about free agency here real quick. Let me let me mention the, the top players that are out there, see if you guys are interested in any of these players. Uh, so right now the top player is Christian Wood. He's, uh, he's at, you know, kind of, you know, center, power forward, uh, has uh, has good range, and you know decent uh, post up skills. Is he a shot blocker? Can he defend the rim well? Because if he can't, I don't know we what don't his need stats are. That's not really that's not really his forte. It's it's mostly scoring. Yeah, we don't need. I mean, we need if he's going to be a big, he's got to protect the rim. We don't need another yeah, but, Vucevic, another Drummond. Like those guys can't do that. I mean, if you're looking for a big, you're looking for you're looking at Mo Mamba. You're looking at uh, Bol Bol. I would love Bol Bol on this team. And just for the fun factor, just so we could say bull bull. And yes, bull, Mo, yeah, sure. Mo Bamba would so, definitely be awesome as well. Oh, Mo Bamba, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I need Mo Bamba, not less. Oh, yeah. No, there's definitely not enough Bamba on this team. That's for sure. We need Mo mm-hmm. Bamba. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yerp. Yerp. Anyway, it's Bamba, you jerks. So uh, Grant Williams, he's mm-hmm. out there. Sounds interesting. He kind of kept getting injured for Boston, though, didn't he? No, I don't remember him really getting injured. But I, I remember him uh, talking a lot of trash in the playoffs and then looking like an idiot afterwards when uh, Jimmy Butler <laughs> scored every bucket in his face. <laughs> that was pretty amazing. Uh, there's P.J. Washington. Um, this is a, this is an interesting one. I actually like this player. Uh, Kelly uh, Oubre, what's it? Oubre, Oubre, yeah, Oubre. Oubre, it's Oubre. Oubre, okay. yeah, Oubre. Mm-hmm. He was a good scorer. Yeah, not a great defensive player, but I mean, I, that's pretty much what everyone is these days. Yeah, I mean, you're going to be paying a premium if you're going to get somebody who can do both, right? Right. Kendrick Nunn. There's just not. 
Aaron, there's no, there's no one that's going to like you know wow you at this point. No free agency. Yeah. So so let's talk predictions. Do you think the Bulls have a trade in them? Do you think that this three way deal is going to go off? What 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 are you guys thinking is going to happen for these teams? I don't, I don't know what's going to have confidence, man. I, I don't. I don't have confidence that they can make it work. Yeah. Don't you guys get that same vibe? The, this is the vibe I get. The, the vibe I get is that the uh, Blazers want to move on from Lillard. They, they want to move on from him. Um, I don't know if they're going to be willing to accept uh, a bad trade for Miami uh, to make it happen, uh, just to appease a little in his, in his loyalty that he's had over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to have to bring in that third team. I don't know. There's different options. There's different teams that could be involved. I don't know if we're necessarily going to be that team. But um, I, I I want, in whatever way, in whatever regard, I want the team to shake things up. I want a different roster out on the court. So I would be fine with Tyler Hero. Well, that would definitely be an option. Unfortunately. AK and uh, Mark Eversley are not interested in shaking things up. And they've made that absolutely clear. They're, they want consistency. No, they want they've to keep said things. That. They've said that, but then before the draft, they were looking at top prospects. They were willing to trade up for that Sure, uh, well, that's, that's when they make their move, right? But they're not just going to blow it up to blow it up. They're going to blow it up to make their team better. They're not looking to, to get worse again. They want to do like what the Nuggets did. They want to they want to grow that team with, you know, with with some guys who can play right now. Keep them in contention year after year, and then eventually they get that guy, and you know, it goes from there. So we're just waiting on Joker to come to the Bulls. That's I don't see that as a problem. Is that going to be tough? Super tough. Super tough. Super duper. Chris, you tell, tell me you what. What do you, you can get happening? Mason Plumley? What What I do think they need to do mm-hmm. is. Isn't Io? A, he, he's is he unrestricted? I he's unrestricted. Is he? Unrestricted? They're going to lose him if oh, they don't do something no, right he's now. He's unrestricted. So they, they did offer him uh, a contract. If somebody either, uh, you know, if they, someone offers him more, they do they match it or they or they lose him. But they did offer him a contract. Well, to me, that would be that would be highly detrimental to lose him. I think he's a very good player. He's a good player. I, I don't think he's. Detrimental to the team, though. If we lose him, we lose him. But he's a good player. All right, so I'm going to lay down my expectation on they're going to do the deal, mm-hmm. or my wants. They're going to do the deal. Yeah, part of that three team deal. Naturally, free up some money. Sure. Right. They're going to sign Mo Bamba, so they don't end up with less. Careful. And uh, they're going to bring in Dario Saric mm. to make the fun name game go on. Dario. Add a Sarich, huh? Sarich. There you go. No Rafe LaFrance anymore, Peter. Sorry about that. Rafe LaFrance. Before we move on, though, Peter, what do you think about that? Then their draft pick, the second round draft pick. I have no idea. I think that he's uh, he's he's one of those athletic guys that you always want on the Bulls. So if nothing else, maybe he can grow into something. But I feel like he's going to be a G League guy this year. Like we're not going to see him. Yeah, and I, I kind of wish if they were if that's the type of player that they were going to draft, that they would have risked it a little bit more. Cause there was a player that Boston, I think, picked up even lower. I think, mm-hmm. I think with like the 49th pick. This guy was a, a top 
five or top 10 recruit um, a year ago. And then he struggled with Memphis, uh, went to another college, played well. Um, so, you know, you would think a player like that who was top recruit previously, they would kind of risk and say, hey, OK, let's give this guy a shot in right. the second round. So I wish they would give that type of player. But this this player, I mean, he's 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 a good defender. Um, you know, he has to really work on his shot. I, I don't know what he's really going to develop into besides another I'm not even sure of a three and D guy. He's just a good defensive player who rebounds well. I don't know. Well, that's the thing. They would have to grow the shot, and that's why he's going to yeah. be in the G League. He's going to have to develop out there. All right, and that does it for our NBA free agency and draft talk. All right, if you want to hear more about that, um, there's plenty of other things you can watch and listen to. It's really, it's kind of crazy out there. So just, there's a lot. Yeah. But, uh, but what we're going to do right now is we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it's going to be time for more hard cap so stick around all right and we are back chris wait wait time out time out actually yeah. before we uh, matt matt do we matt. need to do your part uh now any chance or no i'm good you're good okay no kid stuff coming up soon no they're they're at a music thing but oh. we're good all right very you guys want to talk about um <clears throat> how much more exciting the Bears season and no white Sox and cubs no i don't i don't want i don't want to hype myself up like that am i super excited about seeing this offense go out there and and show what they can show yes mm-hmm. that defense scares the living crap out of me yeah, mm-hmm. yeah true uh they're <laughs> they're gonna allow 40 points to our getting 30 points probably but <clears throat> That's true. But, I, don't I mean, know, Alex. See, I, I, I think that the defense, while while still like forming into what it will be, they've put some nice pieces in place there. And I think, especially with the secondary, you're going to get a lot of you're going to get a lot of buffer zone with them because they're going to be strong. And so it's going to give that that up front, that front four, a little bit extra time to uh, to do what they need to do. At least I hope so. Because if not, yeah, they're fucked. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Think about it like this, and this this is what I was thinking about the other day. They've made improvements on pretty much every position on that team in on the defensive side. They're they're better than they were a year ago. They are Correct. not great, but they are better. They're more improved. So if they can knock down the other team scoring slightly, they almost won every to Matt's point from like two months ago. They almost won multiple games. They were this close. Because they scored so much more than they have in, in prior years. You know what they say about they, close, Chris, right? That only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Yeah, and under the covers. So, but also, they scored more points <laughs> if they allow less points. <laughs> I was so as Dave, as Dave Wanstead said, score points, you win games. And, and that's what's going to happen. You cannot what, deny that. I feel like that's going to happen this year. Mm-hmm. I think I am swayed. To Matt's side, I I now have the expectation that this team is going to make the playoffs this season. I think they're going to win the North. Alex, no, are they going to win the North? Uh, let's uh, see here. Let me let me let me step back here real quick though. Matt's Matt's logic, Matt's uh-huh. Matt's saying was that since you're a fan of the Bears, you always believe that the Bears. Are going to make it to the Super Bowl and win? Right. Is, is is that not is that not what he was saying? Let, Blind let devotion. Blind devotion. Sure. That's, that's... Rob, yeah, I think so. 
So th- but, that, that's. Uh-huh. But he that's was also trying to make the point that they're going to be better. That that they hit rock bottom and they're going to be better. And that because they almost won so many games, like they lost by a score in multiple games. So if this improved defense can allow one less score, Mm -hmm. they could go to overtime and maybe win some more games. I'm just talking like like numbers here. So have you guys heard the reports about how Justin Fields is throwing this offseason? No. He's him, him and DJ Moore are getting a real good relationship. So they're they're throwing the ball real well to each other. It's working out. The other guys, it's kind of ugly out there. Mm. How are you guys gonna feel if Justin Fields' arm does not improve this season? Is it gonna be like, okay, let's toss the cards in, try again, or do you want to give him more time? I mean, this this is gonna be it's, multiple it's a, seasons in. He's better figure it out now. If he doesn't, it's it's time to. There's gonna a lot of good quarterbacks coming out in the draft next year. Okay, it's a deep quarterback draft next year. You might have to pull the trigger, and we may have another high draft pick too. So, Alex, Maybe. what about you? Yeah. So, um, I have confidence. I have mm-hmm. confidence that he will be improving his okay. mechanics. Um, it, it may take more than just this year. That's why I don't think we're a year or two away. I think we're about three years away before we're going to be truly competitive. Because when you're changing your mechanic, it, it, you know, not for everyone. It takes time. For, for, it takes time. Mm-hmm. It takes time. So um, I think he'll, he'll make improvements, maybe not drastic improvements, but I think he'll make improvements, solid improvements. Uh, and one thing I'm concerned about, and I can't remember the, the exact, how the exact play is called, if you guys can can jog my memory the here, but annexation of Puerto Rico. Oh, yep, that's it. That that we can talk about later. We'll we'll get into depth. Thank you. Depth. About what that. was Rick Moranis thinking? Honestly, guys, <laughs> he shrunk it down, and it's like he wasn't even. There was no foresight there before he shrunk. Well, that's how Puerto they became Rico. the little giants, after all. Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there's oh, a play yeah, that the yeah. NFL has now made illegal that everyone's talking about. Lamar Jackson being upset about, um, but Justin Fields, I think is, and the bears should be equally upset about as well because he, he, he ran a lot and like mm-hmm. a lot of it was, a, you know, breakdown plays as well, but what's the play? Like you can't hand a ball forward anymore. So you can't, you can't see the play on a, what's the play called? You know, when, when you're seeing the defender, you're talking about an and, option. Yeah, an option throw, an option pass. Yeah, yeah. an option. Where so, you have the option to, so, to hand it off or throw it. Right, right. So or on, run on the it option play, case, on the yeah. option play, you can no longer hand the ball forward. It oh. has to be to the side of you or behind you. Oh, jeez. So, wait, wait, wait. Exactly. Isn't that just a forward pass? Like, what's what's the problem? How is that illegal? I, I, I don't know why they made it illegal. There's only a few quarterbacks that it really affects, and I think Justin Fields is one of those quarterbacks as well. It wasn't allowed in the NFL, and then back in like '99 or 2000 or so, I can't remember. It was some year mm-hmm. where they were like, you know what, this play is awesome in college. It's allowed in the NFL, and it was cool, you know. And it and it changed the game, it changed the way defenses had to be played. We were having a show last year discussing how offenses were just were not working in the NFL last year. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And we talked about how everybody was was playing. Um, you know, different variations of the cover two, and, and there was only so much you could do. And so 
for the NFL to take away an offensive play that helps move the ball seems kind of counterproductive and stupid and against what they're trying to do in the NFL. So I'm blown away. I'm shocked that they would do this. Yeah, I I think they really it's I think it's a racist move to be honest. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's it's really these top black quarterbacks that they're taking it away from. They really use that option play extremely well. I mean, Lamar Jackson, he ran for a thousand yards on this, and Justin Fields did the same. I'm not necessarily always on this play. A lot of breakdown plays, right? So I, I don't owners? understand the justification. I really don't get it. Uh, is it I owners? It I mean, they're pissed off because there's cheat codes like Lamar Jackson and Justin Fields who play Shh. football. Man, the fact that they're called owners, am I right? Well, you know. Guys who own teams, they mm. own a franchise. Yeah, they do. Sorry, I, I mean players and anyway. You get what I'm saying. I'm not trying to be. I, I I agree with you. I think it's. I feel like it's a racist move. I think it's super crappy, and they're just complaining because they don't have a guy who can do it. Yeah. Next thing you know, everybody's going to have a quarterback who can do it, and they're going to oh, they're going to want it back. Yeah, now it's going to open up. Now it's going to open up for everybody. So yeah, th- that I think that's not making as much big news as it really should be. Yeah, I but, did not hear about that. It feels like that would be big news because you're yeah. right. That's going to change up what a lot of offenses do this year. Absolutely, indeed. All right, let's pivot, guys. Let's go to baseball real quick. The Chicago Cubs. Do we have to? Oh, we do. The Chicago Cubs and the Chicago White Sox are essentially out of contention, and it is not even the (laughs) All-Star game yet. The Chicago White Sox have been disappointing from the start of the season. Meanwhile, the Chicago Cubs have shown promise. They have had a lot of young players that are doing good things. They just quite haven't put it together yet this year. We put it together for a little bit, and then I think we were about three games away from being 500, and then we slid. Yes. We slid hard. Hard. Like eight games in a row hard. (laughs) But that happens with young teams. Young teams go through those growing pains, so I get it. So my question that I'm going to pose to you, gentlemen, and you guys can each take the side of the team you root for, who is closer to contention right now? Both teams are only eight games out of first place in their division. Both teams. Only. The Cubs are closer to five. I mean, they feel closer to five. So they're the Cubs are right now at a 465 winning percentage. The White Sox are at 420. The Cubs are 40 and 46. Nice. Okay. Here's the biggest thing that stands out to me, though. Run differential. For the Cubs, they are positive 24. Anybody know what the White Sox are? Negative 263. No. Oh, but negative, negative 59. Oh, so, so close to nice. I'm The White Sox just, I don't know what, what's outside of Luis Robert. It's like, who's having he's staying healthy. an amazing year. If it weren't for, uh, if it weren't for Otani, he'd have an MVP year right now. I mean, can he, can he continue it? Right. But what happened? Moncada's hurt again. Eloy can't stay healthy. Dylan Cease is, um, although Eloy has been amazing the past couple. Like, as soon as he's come in the back, game. Yeah. Yeah. Dylan yeah, Cease isn't plays. doing what he's supposed to be doing. No, it's just something's, something's yeah. not right. And, and honestly, I expected to see um, more um, from, like, obviously, Tim Anderson. Thank God. I expected to see so much more from Tim Anderson. And he, I know he's not a big power guy, but 
no home runs. He's not yeah. even hitting for average. That like is, well, average. I mean, he's injured, Chris. He's playing with a bad hit or a bad leg and a bad shoulder. So the fact that he's even out there, he shouldn't be out there. He should probably be on the IL, but they need him. Like there's nobody out there to back him up. How about the power numbers from, from Berger mm-hmm. over Andrew Vaughn? Yeah. I expected it from Vaughn more than Berger. 100%. But Some, Vaughn it's is just upside down. But, but Vaughn is sense. still having a good year. And Berger's having a great year with, you know, compared to his expectations. That's the thing. Like, there are some players that are doing well. Sebi Zavala, even though he's got an awful average, he has amazing games. He hits the ball hard. Um, you've got good players on that team. And I, I don't know, man. I feel like if you you trade a couple pieces off, get some young talent, hopefully some guys that can be up next year and kind of just retool on the fly. That's what I'm hoping the White Sox do. Yeah. I mean, it's got to, you got to move on from Grendel that, at this point, right? That, that's what I was going to say. You can. That's, that's, that's what I was going to I think the Sox are closer, not because um, you guys, you know, the, the roster has more talent, which it yeah. does, but it's just not being put together right now really well. But I think you guys are going to be sellers uh, this upcoming um, yeah. trade deadline. Say goodbye so, and you guys, Lucas you guys, you guys have some pieces that will bring in a lot of good young talent that in you know one to two years will come out into the majors and, and play well for you guys. So I think you guys have that ability to to quickly turn things around mm-hmm. faster than the Cubs do right now. I would so, move Clevenger in a heartbeat too. Well, he's definitely moving. Clevenger's moving. Lance, if we can get anything for Lance Lynn, he'd be moving. Like that sort of stuff we can definitely do without yeah alex the cubbies how do you feel about their team how do you feel about like who are they going to move this offseason are they going to be well he, here's the thing i don't uh i don't know much about free agency or other players that we can bring in to the ball club so i can't really answer that question but i do like the young places that we have i do think that we have two strong pitchers uh that we can keep hopefully hold and and build around and uh and get that uh that core uh built up in that respect so Hopefully, you know, we can uh, be a competitive team pretty soon. Um, I don't know really what our farm system looks like either as far as uh, talent that is upcoming. Um, but, I, you know, that, that's what we really need to work on, building that farm system, making sure that we can uh, build from within and not have to trade too many pieces uh, when we are ready to play well. Alex, name three players on the Cubs. I'd rather not. You haven't named a <laughs> single name yet in this entire discussion. <laughs> Come on, Alex. That's easy, man. Come on. Come on. One of <laughs> one of them was a former White Sox that you thought would like be MVP this year or something. Uh, yeah, that guy, that little uh, second baseman that sucks. But yeah. <laughs> I re- I refuse to say his name. He's got a two seventy eight average, bro. Yeah, he's he's, he's strikeouts. Look at his strikeouts. He's dope. He had like no. He had like twelve strikeouts all with the White Sox, and then a hundred strikeouts with Cubs. <laughs> Come on, Cody Bellinger's on the team. Well, he's good. When Cody's healthy, he's playing well. Ian Happ's having a solid season. Jan Gomes. Gomes. Mm-hmm. Gomi. So like like call him Gomies. Is that what is that what they call him these is, days, Alex? That's that's what they call Gomes. him. Yeah. That guy that you can name. That's totally what they call yeah. him. Uh. Okay. Okay. Roman Gum. Look at him. Roaming oh. around the bases. Roman oh, Gums. <laughs> he's Gomies. <laughs> our our listener is going to love this because he's a big old Cub fan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's definitely going to love this. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that does it. Well, actually, no, no, that doesn't do it. So, guys, what are your predictions for the rest of this season? 
the Cubs, the White Sox, do you believe they're both sellers? And do you believe they have any chance at all of getting, making the uh, postseason this year? I'll say this. The last time we recorded, I said the Sox are dead. Yes, And immediately did. they went on a hot streak. And they they were <laughs> getting themselves right back into it. And that, that hot streak lasted for about three weeks. Yeah, it did. They've since, you know, leveled out. Um, however, however, I see this as a situation where if they are sellers mm-hmm. and they move some pieces, it feels like they'd be motivated to try and overachieve. So I feel like they could still get themselves back into the, a sucky division. Let's be honest. The, the Central sucks. Literally the worst um, division in baseball. Yep. So I think they could get themselves back into that situation. Alex, did you know that our first place team is now a half game better than the last place team in the AL East? That's hilarious. Let's go central. (laughs) But it's always this way outside of like a couple outlier seasons where the, where the white Sox and, and the twins used to be good. The twins used to hold their own when they were kept winning divisions and all that. Like, this is a bad year, dude. Detroit had some good years too, I guess. Right? That's what I'm saying. There was always somebody who was up, and it should be the White Sox turn right now. That's what's going on. Everyone else was always like, or was was assuming the Sox were going to do this, and they weren't spending as much as they should. Like you saw that. And then they were, and then the Twins were like, "Oh, wait a minute, they're not doing it." Hey, Carlos, Carlos Correa, yeah, come over here, come hang out with us for a couple of years. Anyway, Alex is like, "What? What'd you say? Baseball?" Carlos I like who? baseball. Maddenly and Conseco. I like those guys. <laughs> Where's Steve Sex? Ozzy and the they, Straw? They were Homer strong guys. Stuff. No, Ozzy. Ozzy and the Straw. Ozzy and the Straw. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's, we're talking home. Well, Mr. Burns yeah. had done it. The, the power plant had won it. Oh, boy. We digress. Alex, though, seriously, what do you think there's any shot? Any no, shot at all. They're eight games out. I don't think there's any shot at all whatsoever. And, and I really don't think that we have um, huge pieces to move to make a big splash uh, at the trade deadline. So, no, I, I don't think that we're going to be, you know, uh, making any drastic changes right now. We're just going to be slow and patient. Not and enough we the agree. farm system to, to go get somebody else? I'd rather not. I'd rather not. Okay. We, we've right. been doing that for the past few years. I'd rather not. You can't gut the farm system. That's what the Cubbies did the last time around, and it ended up killing them. That's they why had you have nobody Elo, coming you up. jerks. Yep, it is. And, and Dylan Cease. That was all both in the same trade. Yeah. Yeah. It's I not feel like going were, great, if, if Eloy was a little it's bit fine. north, I think he'd be, he'd be healthier. Like and He needs that little, little extra bit that, of chill. That north side air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's, uh, it's therapeutic, they say. On that note, we're going to go ahead and take another break here. When we come back, it's time for Matt Gets Answers. Hey, Chris. Yeah, Peter. You know, I said that it was time for Matt Gets Answers, but apparently there is, um, I don't know, some sort of turd in the doorway. Do you mind singing it away? Oh, there's a turd in the doorway. There is. There's a turd in the doorway for you. Why don't you reach down in the doorway and see what it is? Grab a little turd and give it chuckaroo. Little turd in the doorway. It's Alex's trivia. Perfect. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> the best part is he can't hear any of this right now, so it'll be a complete surprise to him. 
Oh man. All right. What's up, guys? All right. So I got um one question for mm-hmm. you guys, and then um, you know, a, a ranking that I guys I want you guys to guess. But uh, you know, after the NBA finals here, I had a little NBA finals question. Mm-hmm. And Matt, if you'd like to join, I think I, I think you might be able to guess a few, a couple of these teams. All right. Thank uh, you for your confidence. I, I'm very confident in you all the time. Uh, <laughs> but there there are, are are four teams yeah. in the NBA that have been to the NBA Finals multiple times, so at least twice, and you have yet to win an NBA Finals. Can you name those four teams? The Orlando Magic is one. Orlando is one. Ta Wilson? What is uh, that? Is it the Utah Jazz is another? Utah Jazz. Yeah, see, Matt, I thought you would get that one because the Bulls played them twice, and they beat them twice. Two times. So that How was, many were the total of these? Four. Four. So we're halfway two. there. Orlando Magic and the Utah Jazz. What about the Suns? No, they, the they Sun- won one recently. Recently? Did they, Peter? They won one recently when we were all cheering for them and and gave them the championship and Chris Paul point God, and then they ended up losing four in a row. They should have won that championship. They did not. They did not win. (laughs) I totally gave them the win on that year. Yeah, the the Bucks won that. It's like they had to have won one year, right? Nope. Nope. Definitely not. (laughs) No, lost against the Jordan Bulls and lost against the Bucks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's one team left. So I got one. Didn't we one. do this? I feel like we've done this trivia quite the last show. No, no, didn't no. we do this? No, we did not. It was it was a different one. I forget. It was something about. Um, so we know it's not. Hasn't been. They haven't been to the finals. That was the question. They, they, what, okay. what teams have not been to the finals? We know this it's one, not the gone Bulls. to the finals. Been twice at least. It's not the Celtics. It's not the Lakers. It's probably Golden State. You know it's, what I mean? It's not the 76ers. It's not the Knicks. Because, yeah, before it was the Nuggets. The Nuggets was one of the teams. Mm-hmm. That was but one of the answers. it's not the Nuggets anymore. Not the Nuggets anymore. It's, well, the Nuggets made it to the finals. That, it was, it was who, what team hasn't been to the finals. Right. Well, that's what we're saying. Not anymore. They are officially off those lists now. No, no, no. The Nuggets, I don't think, had made it to the finals. That was, that was a question before. What teams have not made it to the no, finals? No, no, no. I, I get you, Alex. I'm just saying that's no longer the case because now they have made it and then won the finals. The Clippers when, when have they made one. When did they ever make right. the finals? When did they ever make it to the finals? Yeah, so you, you're asking the four teams that have never won an NBA championship, right? That have also made it to the finals at least twice. Oh, 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 my bad, my bad. Okay, you're right, you're right. I yes, remember I that now. <sighs> it's one of those teams that you like. You just never think about. Is it the King? Nope, nope, Kings never did it. How about the uh, the Wizards, formerly the Bulls? Not the Wizards. No? Nope. The Bulls yeah. actually won once in like 78 oh, right. or 77. Yes, yeah. they did. Forgive me. Oh, he's got it. Chris has got it. I know it. Nope, it's gone. Oh, it was it was right there. The Pacers. See, see Matt, uh, Matt will not get this one. I don't think he paid attention to the NBA during this. Was it time. the Indianapolis Pacers? It is not the Pacers. Hmm. Pacers have made it once. Once with Reggie. <laughs> yeah. Was Peter right? Was it the Kings? It was not the Kings. Kings never made it to the finals. Mm-hmm. It's the Warriors. Mm. Well, obviously, it was the Warriors, but we need Naturally. to think of somebody else. Well, let's look at the clues. He said, "I it's wouldn't know it." It's not the Timberwolves. It. They've so made it twice. It's got to be recent. It's not them. They've made it twice and not it's one. Not them. It's not them. Is it part of the the Texas Triangle of teams? 
It's not the Spurs. Is it a team that still exists? Is it one that nope, changed names? Because I would say I, that, 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 that is a great question, Matthew. That was that the first team that question. came into my head, Matt. The very first one, but I didn't say it because they don't still exist. So go ahead and say it because I think that's it. Is, is that Alex? Have they changed names? They have not changed names, but they have changed cities. I think Chris has it, but I don't think Matt does. Chris, why don't you? Just... I don't have it. No, it's the Sonics. No, no they Seattle won. Supersonics. They won. They won in the seventies as well. They won in the seventies. Are you sure about that? I'm a yeah, thousand okay. percent sure. I mean, Dennis, I was Dennis going Johnson. with the Hornets, but I don't think that's no. it. So no, no, Portland won as well. Let, let me let me say it again. They have changed cities. Okay, so it's they have the, not changed the names. It's the, it Lakers, the Lakers, of course. Yeah, the Lakers before <laughs> the Lakers. they left Minneapolis. Hopefully they'll win one one of these days. They'll get around to it. I'll 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 give another clue that will give it away. At least it wasn't Chris them or, or Peter. What did you say? The Lakers. Anyway, uh, <laughs> they were they were a big toe away from possibly making it to the NBA Finals. Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets. Oh, that's right. Of course, because the Jason Kidd years. Yep, Jason that checks Kidd out. Years. Mm. Oh, yeah. Chris, do you understand the rules of the game yet, or are you still? Yeah, no, we were on the same page though with the Lakers, Peter. Yes, the Minneapolis Lakers. Yeah, By messing with him because they they won a championship in Minneapolis as well under oh they George did. Mike. Okay, and, I didn't yeah. honestly I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah, and and they're still the Lakers, I right? Mean, and even so, cool. they've won like what 12, 13? multiple. Yeah, at least four. <laughs> at least four. <laughs> exactly, at least four. All right. All right, and for for the last question of our second season, our second season, guys, mm -hmm. um, there was an algorithm. A whole bunch of things were thrown into this algorithm to, to rank the best players in NBA history. I'll give the first one away. I'll give the first one away. Uh, but Jordan was number one. Mm -hmm. Now, in the top five, who else made this? This ranking. Ricky Pierce. No. It's clear. Not Ricky Pierce. No. Wilt Chamberlain. Ooh, Wilt Chamberlain was not even in the top ten. Nope. I need to talk oh, no, I'm sorry. to your... my my apologies. He's eighth. He's eighth. I, nope. I want to talk to your manager. <laughs> Would a, a certain Nate Tiny Archibald be on that list? I mean, it's it's the given ones that you think. But you want but five. Let's let's rank them. Who who's who's second? Who do you think is second? LeBron. No, no. LeBron. Let's, let's say Kobe. Kobe. Kobe's fifth. Okay. Kobe's number five. Hmm. All right. Um, ba, ba, ba. How about Hakeem Olajuwon? Hakeem Olajuwon is seventh. Ooh, outside. Right underneath, right underneath uh, Bill Russell. Thank you for ruining yeah, that Yeah, that's one. what I was going <laughs> to. Larry so Bird? Then, so then. Larry Bird is tenth. All right, Interesting. Magic. Then Magic. Wait a minute. So we did, remember we ranked our guys, and I'm pretty sure we had Larry Bird around number ten, eight to ten. Yeah. No, Chris, We're you genius. had him like thirteenth or something. You had him out of the top ten. But if you average out where we all had him, I feel no. like <laughs> take our algorithm. If you put together our rankings in an algorithm, algorithm. Okay. Uh, that's anyway. all I've been thinking of, Chris. Algorithm. <laughs> Uh, I hate you, Magic Space Johnson, Balls. Magic or Johnson. Space Jam too. I hate you so much. <laughs> Not sure who said that anymore, but Magic Johnson was ninth. So oh, okay. well, together and, you know, again. 
So yeah. together forever they never <laughs> will part. Together forever <laughs> in Converse sneakers. So you've guessed pretty much all of them in the top ten except for the like second. One, two, three, four. Uh, yeah, three, three, four. Uh, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is not in the top uh, 11 Ooh, even. Charles Barkley? Nope. Giannis? No. Chris, who are we missing here? I'm 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 pilfering names. Well, I'm losing. Where them. where did you say LeBron was? Because we said LeBron, but you didn't answer. Oh, you us. did say LeBron. LeBron, uh, fourth. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so we have Jordan and LeBron and so far, and we have Kobe on five. Yep. So we're missing two, two and three, three is all we're missing. So, oh, um, uh, Paul George. Did you shut up? Did you say Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Who me? Peter. <laughs> I did not. Because I would say Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> You are his third. Okay. So all right. you have yet to, to guess the and second best player Tim Duncan. of all time. Tim Duncan. There Tim Duncan is considered the second best player. Big fundamental. In this, in this so, big algorithm. So AI says that Michael Jordan's the best. Mm-hmm. Tim Duncan is mm-hmm. the second best. Kareem is third. LeBron is fourth. And Kobe's fifth. Yes. Correct? Yeah. So even the AI says... LeBron's not even second behind Jordan. Even though, I mean, yeah, yeah. So it was it was a, a data scientist created an algorithm that took every single measurable statistic you can think of: stats, accolades, competition, era, teammates, games played, and more, etc. And had a computer generate the list of the top uh, eleven players of all time. And it's funny because it's it's the standard top players. And, and it's just, it's the standard players that we you know we constantly discuss as far as being in the top ten. I mean, aside from the new ones that uh, are still building their careers, but um, but yeah, it's it's kind of unique that they put Tim Duncan that high. I don't think it makes sense though. It totally top, makes sense in the top five, even though right. But the way his career kind of turned out, like he's won championships all throughout his career with different teams, different teammates. Like I see why they did that. Yeah, I can I can believe that too. I mean. In the era that he played in, I mean, he had the Shaq and Kobe. Uh, he had, you know, yeah, obviously those Pistons uh, LeBron teams. and the Heat, the Pistons teams. He he played in the, in a fairly tough yeah. era and still those won. Boston Celtics teams. Like, there were a yeah. lot of good teams in that era. So I, I totally yeah. see that. I, I think a lot of people maybe wreck him a little bit lower because you know, a lot of championships came due to the longevity of his career because he had Kawhi Leonard. He had... You know no, Tony Parker, so I, I he think didn't have to be that. that it's top not that Alex. all the time. It's I think it's more that his game just wasn't flashy enough. Like people just don't think about him because it wasn't flashy. Like the dude put up the most like consistent stats year after year after year until about his final year. It was amazing what that guy did, and I I I, I agree with you. I don't think he gets nearly enough credit for what he's done. I think what we need to do is we need to have we gotta have Matt hack into Chat GPT, uh, access the mainframe. And find out what ChatGPT says about this ranking, and, and who would be the top five according to ChatGPT. Matt, thanks, Matt. So um, it's funny because I'm looking back at my list that we did on that show last last year, and I had Kobe at four, and I'm pretty sure you guys all had him in the top three or four, right? We we all I had him so. pretty high. I think so. So we're pretty much on the same page there with this AI um, or with this algorithm. I had LeBron at two, though, I, and I had Duncan down at eight. So it's kind of a – I did have Kareem at six. I had Hakeem Olajuwon better than Duncan, though. 
I feel like we've all got we've all got these guys ranked pretty close, but I was way off, like way way different on what I thought of Tim Duncan mm-hmm. with Hakeem Olajuwon above him, mm-hmm. Kareem above Duncan, uh, and I I had Duncan all the way at eight, like I said. So like it's it's I just I think you're right. It's because he wasn't flashy. I think that's the key for me. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, mean, I did your chat GPT thing. If you want to hear those official rankings, it's very it. different from what Alex just read. Okay, what does chat GPT think? Ricky Pierce is All on right. this list. All right, number one still is Jordan. Two, Ooh. LeBron, Dr- Le- LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron James. <laughs> Three is Kareem. Mm-hmm. Four is Magic, and five is Larry Bird. See, that's a much very more... different than yeah. what Alex read. See, that's that's yeah. what happens when you base it off of what other people have written versus basing it off of like statistics and algorithms and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. That's interesting. interesting. Yeah. Thank you, Matt. I was I was very interested to hear because I know that ChatGPT, like Peter mentioned, compiles all this information from other people versus an algorithm that it's just Don means, Cheadle. I mean there's no way around an algorithm. There's no way around it. The important thing is Michael you- Jordan came up first. In both of them. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. So I hope Lamorne listens to this and um He doesn't sucks on that. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't. He, he doesn't. <laughs> now I will force him. <laughs> Never has a truer statement been said. All right, and that yeah, does it that was, for Alex's it, trivia question. Of does the does week. anyone want to guess who eleventh was? No. Just real quick. No. So, you already no. told us who it, it was. was who was it? It was um, Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> That's it. That's how we're gonna end it. All Ken right, <laughs> the kid. It's time for America's favorite segment. Chris, take it away. Matt, 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 Matt. Matt's the man. He wants some answers, so he waves his arms around. It's very threatening, so we'll just sit here and answer the questions right now. It's the Matt Gets Answers time for our show, so just sit right there and shut your mouth up. Unexpected ending there, but thank you nonetheless. (laughs) All right. Normally, I compile my questions. Normally, what I do is I go to the library, Mm -hmm. I study, I research, and I find the most in-depth questions humanly possible but this one is just improv based off of what i heard earlier do you guys really not think the bears are going to be amazing this year what am i hearing (laughs) hey clearly clearly i do now so i think the bears have the chance to be amazing they also have a chance to be awful and a chance to be mediocre you know it's all options are on the table at the moment, sir. We but need, if you we need had a good to bet, if you had to guess, like where would you where would you put them? Like if you had to guess, right? Then now. They, if I had to guess, seventeen and zero Super Bowl, we're doing it. Let's go. <laughs> no argument here. There we go. That's it. I'll seed. I'll seed the rest of my time to you, gentlemen. All right. So what's 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 your question, Matt? I mean, that, that was just it. If That's you had any comments, like. I legit think they're going to be competitive. I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily think they'll win the Super Bowl, but I think they they will make it to the playoffs for sure. In my opinion, I think I think it's going to be an exciting season, even if they're seven and ten or eight and nine. I think it's going to be a fun watch. 
I think it's gonna be fun to watch. I mean, it's similar to um, the Bulls, even though even though it was it was frustrating, and more so not last year but the year before. Like every time you you watched them, it was it was fun, it was exciting. Um, you know, even if they lost, but I, I think I think the Bears' season would be uh, quite similar. Would I be entirely shocked if they made it into the into the playoffs? Um, I wouldn't, but I that's not something I'm expecting. Let me say this: so I believe they can win the division this year because I think the division sucks. And I think mm-hmm. their biggest competition this year is going to be Detroit. So what does that tell you? Okay. Ooh. So that's, that's one of my, my reasons why I believe that I can easily see a world where they don't win the division. They don't make the playoffs and they run into the same roadblocks again, where they, they almost win games and they, but they don't. My fear is that they end up where Alex said, in that middle ground again, where you don't get a high draft pick uh, and you're stuck in the, in the mediocrity because you can't really improve your team a ton. But the term is mired in mediocrity, Chris. Yeah, true. But I do believe that they're going to be better, that they're going to take a step forward. They've improved all these positions. They're not great on defense. They have holes. They've got young guys that are looking to prove some things. And that's cool. Um, and I think it's an improvement over what they had because they just had medi- mediocrity everywhere last year on, on defense. They traded the good pieces away so that they could do this. Now is their chance. This is the beginning. Like this is to me, if you think back, I don't know how much, I don't think you guys watched it much, but 2009, 2008, 2009, Chicago Blackhawks. It was like, they were getting really good and you're going, it feels like it's too soon. It feels like this wasn't going to happen yet. I thought it would take another year. And even when they won the cup in 2010, I was like, man, I thought it'd be next year. I feel like we're on that 2009 Blackhawks situation with the bears right now. Like they're going to come out and they're going to surprise us a little bit and they're going to win the division. In my opinion, that's what I think is going to happen because I think they're going to turn those one score games around. Uh, Even if they do that, that's only like nine wins. So the offense has got to take a step forward too. I'm voting for, I'm thinking they'll either do 11 and 6, 12 and 5 if they get a lucky game going their way. And I do think they'll win. I mean, Rodgers is no longer here to mock us. Like, I mean, it's ours for the taking. It's like an equal playing field this year. And I mean, I think we've got a lot of young energy on there that's going to carry us through. I think Fields comes out with the swagger this year. And I think he comes out thinking, you know what? I'm the best quarterback in this division, and I'm going to show everybody that. Word. Oh. Moving on. I have a lot of questions here because it's been a while since we've been recording, so I've compiled a lot of questions because these just come up in my time in the library, and I compile them. Understandable. Question number two. Mm-hmm. Do you guys recall... Not too long ago, when LeBron sent a jersey to, and I don't even know how to pronounce it, the the soccer player Zlatan, he's some phenom, like he's like close to being the goat of soccer. You talking he, about he, Zlatan Ibrahimovic? If that's how you pronounce it, Z L A T A N. Yeah, yeah, Zlatan. Yeah, he he joined the L A soccer team, and LeBron sent him his own jersey, like a LeBron jersey to him to, like, welcome him to L.A. Okay. And Zlatan signed it and sent it back to him. 
Whoa. <laughs> that is that's hilarious. So he, has, he has no clue. No clue who he is. <laughs> that's hilarious. So, so he said, no, he does. He said, now LA has a king because King goes, LeBron goes by King James. He goes, now oh, okay. LA has a king and a god. Oh, <laughs> wow. I love it. I, I just wow. want to get you guys' take on this. Is this like, I love it. Causing yes. unnecessary, like, rivalry in the new city you're going to no. or is it just pure good pr that's good old-fashioned marketing right that's, there sir i love that's it great marketing and that's what soccer yeah. needs um yeah it is. I, I haven't heard of that so um i'm a pretty hilarious. ashamed of myself but it is pretty hilarious um how, how good is he if he's coming to the states to play soccer though i mean just like he's, messy he's good but he's old the crazy oh, thing he's is he's, he's already old. retired. Since this has happened, he's already retired. <laughs> oh, so oh, he's really? not playing for LA anymore? No, he's done. <laughs> he retired <laughs> oh. from soccer. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. That's pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited about Messi coming to play soccer, though. That, that'd be fun to watch. I've, I've never heard of this guy. I've heard of Messi and, you know. Is that the only one, Chris? Yeah, the other guy. Yeah. Pele. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> Ronaldo? Ronaldo, yeah, thank you. There was that time Stallone played a goalie in that movie. E. E. Oh. That's the Fonz. I stopped the ball. <laughs> oh. Um, hey, Alex. Punch you. So that, that's probably why. Punch you in the face. Punch you shut your stupid mouth. Okay. 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 Oh, that's, I am going to have to edit me. so much out of this show. I'm just going to leave it there. You leave it in because it's funny. You know what I mean? Hey, that's almost like Yuki right. Bear right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trending toward Harry. Hey, boo, 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 hey yo, Adrian, give me one of them picnic biskuits. Would you mute yourself? You know, you know, I would, Adrian. All right. Moving on. We got a classic would you rather here. Ooh, this one's gonna be tough. It's gonna okay. it's gonna pull at your heartstrings. Would you rather have a Sox Cubs World Series, but your favorite team loses, mm -hmm. or neither of them made it? So if you make it and you lost, you'd have to live for the rest of your life saying, "Oh, the Cubs won," or "Oh, the Sox won." For the rest of your life, these other two jerks. One jerk would rub it in your face for forever, or would you rather clearly, not have that happen at all? Clearly, the White Sox would win that because then we would be there. That's not how you can answer the question. Is making me think that's that you couldn't you handle the a loss. Alex wouldn't rub it in our face. We would. We would rub it in his. I just know. I know us. <laughs> well, Chris, I mean, we can name players on the White Sox. I think yeah. that's the main difference here. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think, um, so you're saying, or they never make it again to the world. Series? No, 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 no. Just that year. Oh, that year. Then I would rather neither make it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cause I don't want to lose to the Cubs in the world series. Yeah. I mean, you would never live that down. Ever. No, no, but you'd also don't never that. have that level of excitement in a world series ever. I was about life. to say like that, <laughs> that's that, true. That's a spectacle. That's going to be awesome to be a part of. Yeah, true. I mean, would you true. not, would you not go to Illinois and at well, least like yeah. in that atmosphere of yeah. world series? That'd, yeah, be, that'd be nuts. That'd be crazy. 
I mean, there was that that one year, I forget what year it was, where like we were both pretty competitive teams and people were kind of hoping that we would meet in the World Series. Wait, mm-hmm. Do you remember what year that was? 1954. No, it was in the 2000s. It was in the 2000s. Well, yeah, it no, it was. The Cubs and the Sox actually met in the World Series before. Yeah, and yeah back in the early 1900s. Yep. 1954. No, <laughs> no. man, oh, come on. <laughs> And baseball's old. So yeah, no, I, I also would prefer the teams to make it and to have my team lose. I think that would be just an awesome memory. Like I, I would enjoy that even if the White Sox lost. Yeah, you guys are right. That is that is accurate. It would yeah. be far more exciting. How about you, Matt? What do you feel? Yeah, I mean, considering I'm not a diehard either fan, I like both. I would definitely want them both to be in it. Well, do you, do you want to, do you have an announcement to give right now about a member of your household picking a side, don't you? Oh yeah, my my son the- Theodore, mm-hmm. Theodore. If he's listening, which he isn't because he doesn't have a, a phone that has podcasts. <laughs> he has declared out of nowhere that he is a, a Sox fan over yes. the Cubs. We got him, Chris. We got I, him. I have no, I have no idea how or what. Since like, I mean, I I've talked to him about baseball almost zero, other than the game I took him to, mm-hmm. which he wanted to go to a Sox game because he likes the Sox. And Peter was gracious enough to to host us, answer all the questions he had, who's That's the right. fastest player, what are those those numbers up there on that board mean, how fast and is that, where is that? How fast are a lot of things? No, yeah. but the coolest part is, Chris, you'll appreciate this, is that Theodore was officially baptized because he went into the shower in center field and cooled himself down. Oh, yeah. So he's been, it's been consecrated. It is official. And that's, that's a kid that used to be afraid of water, so that means mm-hmm. something. <laughs> you don't, you don't know where the the origin of this came though. Like, it's not from like a friend at school or something or daycare. It's got to be just from people, but somewhere he heard somewhere that he likes socks better, without even really knowing what baseball is. That's funny. <laughs> like, that's not funny. understanding the rules. I had to explain like it's pretty close to kickball, which you've played in like school. He's like, oh, okay, so they run to the bases, You're like. He did. He did pick it up quite a bit once you said that. Once you put those two yeah, together, yeah, because he's played kickball himself. So mm-hmm. I got you. That's awesome. That's that's, that's uh, cool. You know, that's cool that he's into sports, unlike his his father. <laughs> but he's not on a sports podcast now. <laughs> yet, situation. I've begun conversations. Don't worry about it, guys. We'll be switching up soon. <laughs> I would love that so much to hear him on a podcast. <laughs> All right, and moving on. Question number whatever else I'm on. So AI, as we've all heard, has been improving like you can't believe. They have an AI chip that can be put into a brain to control like arms and things of like amputees and people who have, you know, prosthetic limbs. They have Mm -hmm. chips now that can control that. Considering this is like day one out of infinity, what do you think of a future where that control could be superior to what your arm could do with your own brain power? And does that would that be allowed in sports? Like think of a pitcher. We've already got we've already got an example of that, Matt. Oscar Pistorius in the uh, in the Olympics, he was running with blades um, because he had his legs amputated. True, but not and true. That's... He had those the blades. He did not have an AI chip perfecting his running stride right. and like how to do it and any strategy. Think of like a pitcher. 
Like they have to like wind up their arm a certain way. Like everything, every angle has to be precise in order mm-hmm. for them to get their max speed, max velocity, their max curve, whatever they're trying to do. It needs to be super precise. What if this chip could eventually do that better than a human could? And how would you feel about that if that was in like Major League Baseball? I think that's the end of sports if that happens. It's it'd mm-hmm. be pointless if, if they allow it. If they allow and it, they, of course yeah. they would. Like there'd be, it would happen, and then you know another guy would do it, and then eventually would just be a part of the game. An- another like guy would intro. cut off his arm to have a robotic. No, arm I'm talking about just and... having the chip in the AI chip implant using your arm. No, I don't and just making sure, is that what you're talking about, Matt? Your mechanics right now, are perfect Matt. at that point? No, you need a mechanical arm. I was, I was still prosthetic. talking about like the, the fake arm, the, the prosthetic arm with the chip. Yeah. But you're right. If they could do that with a prosthetic arm. Yeah. What's stopping them from doing it with a real one? At some point, they probably could put a chip in to improve I'm sorry, your own I, natural body. That's what I was thinking of. I, I, I must have mis, I misread the question. Has anybody seen Spider-Man 2? Because, I mean, I'm a little concerned. Uh... It's going to turn into a Doc Ock situation. It's going to take over the brain, mm-hmm. you know. They're going to start, like, trying to kill Spider-Man superheroes. But I think you got to keep it away from sports. Um, as cool as it would be to see somebody who was an amputee to be able to play professional sports, which is great. Um, if a chip is controlling it, that's that makes it completely unfair, like you said, because if, if every angle is perfection, it, it kind of puts it out. You take away the human element of the sport. Yeah, that's probably where I end up. I mean, it, it's crazy to think that that's even possible because they're not there yet. Now it's now it's more like they can move it to like, you know, pick up a glass of water or something. So, but I'm just extrapolating years down the line. I think it's incredibly cool. They can do anything where it improves, you know, abilities of people who are, you know, don't have those abilities currently. That's super awesome, but then there's just the fairness component. I don't think it would be fair to compete if it surpassed it. But then would it probably... be would it be um, something that would draw enough attention? You think that maybe another league would be created, like um, a, a robotic league or something? But that is super interesting. Yeah. Like the intro to uh, NFL on Fox, this is exactly. robots, Cletus. I would so watch that league. Cletus the yeah. robot. Yeah, I think that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Now, now I kind of want to watch it. I'm in. Let's do it, guys. Robots. That that somewhat relates to what's next. A, a future question. Okay. First, I, I want to touch on it. We we I brought this up like a year ago when it first was brought up. But live golf and how they paid their players mm-hmm. bajillions of dollars just to play. Like you get a hundred million dollars just to be in our league. You don't have to win anything. You just get it for playing. Right. And PGA said, oh, no, you're banned. If you go join that, you're done. We're not. You're never going to play here again. And they merged with Live Golf. They merged together. And the PGA. What? Is now like co-partners with it. I. This is a genuine question. Like, what is the future of the PGA if they merged with the the pay-to-play option that they banned originally. Like, are they going to start paying all of their players? Does that whole model go away? Uh, like, what do you do if you're a player who said, no, I won't join for $100 because I want to stay in the PGA. And now those people who did join, join back, scot-free, like no penalties. They got the $100 million to play in the PGA, and now nothing happened. 
and now they're back in the BGA. Like, there's just so many weird questions here. Well, I think I think you're the resident person to re- really talk about that because they're. Well, how do you think the players feel that turned down the money because pissed they didn't off. want to? Are, are they? <laughs> truly, I mean, has, has that been has off. that been this verbalized? This is not a small amount of money. This is a life changing amount of money right. they turned Absolutely. down. Yeah, but they they verbalize that because I haven't heard any golfer really come out and say, "Hey, you know, I'm really upset about this. How am I going to get you know um, made up, made whole for missing out on this money?" But but uh, and again, like a lot of players didn't want to be a part of Live Golf because of where the funds were coming from. I mean, almost it was like it was, you know, you mm-hmm. know, uh, blood money or something like that. Uh, are, are are players upset in in that respect too? Where they're like, okay, I don't even want to be part of the PGA anymore because they're associating with Live Golf when they made that stance earlier. I mean, that's the thing. I, they were pissed before, and they may have had like their own morals and say, no, I won't go to where like that organization that money came from. But now their current job is sharing money with that same like background. So. There's no PGA alternative that's like viable if you live in the U.S. Like, right. you can't make a career out of golf if you're not in the PGA. If you want to be a pro golfer, like, I mean, you can be like, you know, a, a coach and like teach other people, but like, it's not the same thing at all. I, so I just they're just swallowing yeah. their pride essentially at this point. Though, okay, they realized you know, they were. It losing. is what it is. They completely yeah. sold out, Alex. That's what they did. I mean, yeah, it's it's almost expected. Like, they can't compete with that organization with that type of money <laughs> i mean it was it was it was a losing battle to begin with my question is when does that start to leach into all the other sports that we love but the really interesting part and why it only works for golf is golf is one of the few sports maybe the only i can't think of another one where you get paid zero dollars unless you win like think of another sport where well, they don't already tennis. get a salary tennis tennis yeah, that's true. Tennis, tennis fits into it. Yeah. yeah, it's the same idea, though, right? Like it's an individual yeah. sport where you're playing for a purse, and you know if you don't if you don't hit a certain number, then you're not going to get that money. Here's the thing: if we look at our sports now, our players make a salary, whether they win or lose, they make a bunch of money. It's not a hundred million dollars for one tournament, but they already get paid a salary, win or lose. Golf and tennis were these sports where you had to win to make the money. Obviously, in golf, you make money if you place, right? So I learned that from Happy Gilmore. Thanks, Adam Sandler. Um, that you don't have to get first to win a bunch of money in golf. But, but, but now, not what's first, the incentive? I, I agree, Ricky Bobby. If you're not first, you're last. But what's the incentive in golf? To play your best every single time if you're getting paid no matter what, right? If you're getting paid astronomical amounts of money, what's your incentive to go out there and play the best game of golf and really push yourself every time? Because that's what PGA offered us was everybody out there really, truly cared. And they were putting their best foot forward every time. What are you talking about, dude? It's golf. They still had had their... You know their corporate sponsorships and all that sort of stuff. These guys aren't like going paycheck to paycheck. Well, the big guys. No, but they they wanted to win to make. Yes, they wanted to win. I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't think anything changes. I think they're still going to win. You don't think so? No. Okay. Okay. Purse money is still. That's what I'm saying. My worry would be Mm -hmm. was that you know if if you're just making the money no matter what that the play would get worse. 
I, I don't like where the money comes from, but I don't mind the idea of like all players having some sort of livable salary if they made it to that level. Like they're providing entertainment. You watch TV, you watch the ads, which makes the network make money. They are the ones you are watching. Like they should be rewarded for that in some capacity. Like I, I think they have a right to some sort of money for helping the like CBS make billions of dollars off of like, you know, their tournaments. Like they're the reason why people tune in. So they should make some money whether or not they play like, you know, they win it or not. I, to me, like it's like they're they're why you're watching. Well, I mean, doesn't everybody get paid all the way down to the last player? Like don't they doesn't the last player get like anything? No. You can get cut on after your third day or second day. You mm-hmm. don't get anything. So you're saying and those then, players who get cut should still get paid something? Yeah. You so I mean, like in an average tournament, say you have like four hundred people, the cut you drop about two hundred of them, and then of the two hundred that make it to the final cut, forty of them are in the like the pay range. So like the other hundred and sixty people or so, three hundred and sixty people right. couldn't like, you know, traveled there, they did all their things, like they practiced, they were on TV, and yet they walk away with nothing. So do you think 200 is a cutoff, though? Or do you think all 400 players should should get paid? Maybe not Maybe not a, a livable wage, but maybe like 20,000 20, for coming and attending. You know? Yeah, maybe not livable. Like, I mean, if you qualify and are in it, the pre-cut's interesting because that's not usually super televised. Like, it's on, like, golf channel and cable, and, like, they show highlights of it. But, like, if you've made it to the final cut, which is on the weekend and on primetime TV. Like, I mean, like the majority of those people won't make any money, but I think they should just because they're delivering entertainment and not profiting off of it. Same reason why they like they paid college athletes now. Yeah. I still don't know what that figure is. Like how much are they getting? Does anyone, has anyone heard anything about that? Hmm. With the college athletes? Yeah. So how much do you think the, the lowest player, player should get? Like, let's say the, the, um, lower fifty. That's a really not good not question. for tournament, not for tournament for the for, for the year. Should it, it should it just cover their traveling expenses and, um, you know, uh, dorming expenses while they're there? Well, like in like other sports, like in NBA, isn't there a minimum guarantee? Yeah. just for being on a team, I think it should be something similar. I mean, yeah, I think they get like, I, I, what's a minimum now? Isn't it like a million? Not it's either half a million or a million, something like that. It's around that range. You think that you think that that's how much money they should get? Maybe not that high, but they need to have a minimum. Maybe it's like I don't know, two hundred thousand or something like something that's like shows like they made it to an elite level. If you're already a pro golfer, you've already surpassed the majority of the world in golf. You're providing entertainment. You're helping other companies profit off of you. I think like two hundred fair. So 126 players on the 2021-22 PGA Tour circuit earned over a million dollars in prize money. The tour average was 1.6 million in winnings. 194 players won more than 250,000. 218 players pocketed more than 100K. So it, it seems like they, they kind of spread the, it, it kind of does get spread out a little bit. And it also looks like for the 2022-2023 season, all exempt players on the PGA Tour are guaranteed five hundred thousand dollars against earnings so it looks like you get like there is a base level for actual pga pros now wow that's pretty cool yeah that's 
That's impressive. They've been listening to our podcast. They, they do. I mean, they're finally starting to change. You know, that's what we needed. We needed that new money to come in for things to happen, right? We're difference makers, guys. That's right. Us and the Saudi fund. All right. What else you got, Matt? All right. So this, this goes back to Alex's question a minute ago of, you know, like the robot league. This isn't robots, but if you've ever been to Australia, which I know none of you have, it's irrelevant. They are trying to do something that I'll just say right now that I am in favor of. They're trying to make an Olympic Games, but it's drug-free. I'm sorry, drug test-free. Oh, That's right. Hmm. Anything goes. The SNL skit, All Drug Olympics, is finally coming to life. Anything you could take to improve your performance Mm -hmm. is fine in this league. So it's 1998 baseball. Yes, exactly. Zing. Okay. I mean, I mean, there's there's a lot of like, you know, controversy around this, but I'm all for it. I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts. Oh, I mean, I think it's going to be awful and people are going to die, but yay, whatever. You're going to do it, do it. <laughs> That's the risk they're taking. No one's forcing them to do it. People take drugs all the time. No one's they're, forcing them to do they're, it. They're getting they're getting incentivized to do it though. That's that's I I find an issue with that, but that's fair. I think this sounds like a bad idea for human health. You're not wrong. <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think Have it's going to incentivize anyone to do anything because because it's it's quote unquote an Olympics, so they're not getting paid to do anything, right? Not no one's going to pay them. They might give them a medal at the end of it, but no one's going to pay them anything. I mean, it's, they're still going to keep it amateur, essentially. Yeah, that's true. I don't, I don't think it's not like, yeah, like the live golf discussion. They're not paying them just yeah. to compete in it. Only if you win, I think. So they're merely providing right. the atmosphere and the, you know, the, the events. Yeah. So I think, I think you if you're already taking it, I think you would, you probably go down there and it's like, Hey, I'm going to show my stuff, but I don't think, I don't think it's going to incentivize anyone to take it. Um, I, I, I wouldn't be opposed to watching. <laughs> I would not. It's so true. <laughs> Oh, we watched the heck out of Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. Yeah. yeah. You can't deny it. it wasn't even just them two. Everyone else was on it. They were just the two who were like performing the best. The best. Yeah. There's there were countless others who were doing oh, it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's just what that's what I think is like not that crazy about this is, you know, people try to get away with it now already. Like I don't think anyone's taking it who would never have taken it in their life. I think it's gonna be the people who are already prone to take it. And I don't think it's going to mean they're going to take 10 times as much as they would have taken. No, yeah, I don't think so either. Like, I, think I don't think it's crazy it. health, like harm they're doing. I think they do like the normal amounts, which would improve it and like the normal risks. But like they wouldn't take 10 times as much because you don't get 10 times as much benefit. You just get way worse, you know, side effects and death risks. So like, I think they'll just do like the, the above rate that's not allowed in the olympics to then improve their performance that would be funny though if someone was like over the years had been hiding it and then he's like okay whatever i'm just gonna come out now and then you know we see (laughs) players just like coming out that were secretly taking it the whole time that'd be pretty interesting to see yeah so i agree we're all for it yeah let's do it all let's do it I mean, we'd all watch it. We'd yeah. all watch it. Yeah. Hands down. 
I'll be there. I won't like it, guys, but I'll be there. Arms <laughs> crossed. It's kind of like the live golf thing. Like it's no one golf. likes space. That's what's happening. Oh no, no, I don't. I don't watch golf. I, I'm happy to continue boycotting the PGA since I've been born. It's beautiful. <laughs> now you have a reason. Exactly right. Before they were just all a bunch of douchebags, but <laughs> perfect segue. It's time for the question on left field. Matt, I, refresh me. It's been a very long time. What exactly is the question out of left field? I'm glad you asked, Peter. Um, I'm glad I did. The question too. out of left field. This is the part of the show where the only part of the question that has to do with sports is that fun little intro right there. Oh, got us again, guys. This trickster. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you, gents. And I, I, we all grew up at the same time. You all got our driver's license around the same time. I've seen some wild things the threes of you have done behind the wheel. When was the last time you guys got a speeding ticket? Oh, it's been over a decade at this point. Yeah. I don't think anyone's going to be shocked when I say I got it three years ago. Not shocked. I'm kind of shocked it took that. that It's been that long ago, Alex. Good for you, man. That's good. Yeah. I had myself on the back. Yeah. There you go. Dang. Yeah. It's been well over a decade for me as well, I believe. What did you guys pay for your last ticket? I think 90. I couldn't even tell you. Uh, I don't remember either. I think uh, my ticket got waived, actually. Um, and uh, I just pay the court fees. So I think the court fees were like, you know, $78, something like that. $862. Well, Peter's on the right track here because a man in Finland was fined for speeding $130,000. I'm sorry. Whoa. He was speeding 20 miles per hour over the speed limit and got a $130,000 ticket because. Let me, let me guess. Can I guess? Guess. Is, is it because of the percentage of uh, income that you earn per year or something like that? Is that, yes. is that how it is in Finland? It's based on their. So their to him, their, it's still peanuts. To him, it's still peanuts. Probably. Is it, is it Ingvald Ikea or something? Who is this guy? His his name was name, right? thank you mm-hmm. thank you Anders Weekloff. same thing same thing but yeah he happens to be like almost the richest person in the country so it was based on you know his own income okay and That's that was proportional to it well he's not gonna be able to take a week off of work because he he's gonna need to get that make money up back. for that that ticket but what do you guys think about this model if they brought it to the United States. I love no, it. Thanks. I love it. No, I love it. No, I, I think, I think, no, dude, yeah, let's, you're, let's, you're right. It's a good call. We're, we're not, we're not help. the ones in concern here. Like, no, I, I think if, if, if these rich jerks are able to avoid paying taxes, let's get them in other ways. <laughs> yeah, that's let's, true because it would help our, it would help our, our schools and our roads and everything. Every, states, yeah. every Lamborghini's they getting get pulled over. Like, <laughs> they're all going five under now. And it's going to encourage us to all drive really old cars, you know. Like, well, they don't want to pull us over. But mm-hmm. Matt, what, what is that? What does that entail now? So every time you get a ticket, you have to give your your tax return and private information just to so they can see your your annual income, or are they able to get that um, maybe through the state directly or something? Like, how do how do they get this information? That's pretty interesting. In Finland, I think it's all just like they pull up your driver's license and it's all like government coordinated. But here oh, really? in the it's US, yeah. 
it's not so yeah. you know clear <laughs> people hide what they make all the time there's there's no transparency here people lie about everything so there need to be some serious overhauls but it's an interesting concept if like yeah, very interesting you're already a billionaire you make you know x amount per year and you speed because it doesn't mean anything to you like a 75 dollar ticket if you're a billionaire is literally like a penny to us it's maybe not even that it's like why would they care but right they find that yeah. in their lint their dryer lint drawer yeah no <laughs> you know and, and i don't want to talk about um some you know negative uh this negative news but you know the the billionaires that took the submarine trips so that paid um you know a quarter of a million dollars mm -hmm. they were essentially saying that it was the price of three hamburgers for them you know in comparison to what an annual what a, 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 an average person makes a year uh like middle class yeah. person yeah it, to them it's basically the price of three hamburgers to go on this this uh quarter of a million submarine so those are like some expensive hamburgers i guess <laughs> in comparison so I, I've got an idea for a business that I want to start, guys. All right. I would have a submersible, a remote controlled submersible, and I would send I would send billionaires down to the bottom of the ocean. That's that's the end of the business. With no promises of anything. No, no, no. That's it. Just send them down there and then, you know, build up another one and send more down and we'll just keep going. It'll be fine, right? Costs will be really high because they'll need to buy oh, it's and be build expensive. a new a new right. submarine after that one doesn't They won't make. be high expense. He's just going to use cardboard and paper mache. Oh, Chris, no. I mean, it. paper mache will be involved. Let's be right. Yeah. Let's be fair here. Right? Look, My look I'm goodness. stealing the. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone answered yet why he didn't make the submarine out of steel? Like, why did he use titanium? I thought it was. Um... Or whatever it was. What was it? it wasn't some, was some it fiberglass? No, it wasn't fiberglass. No, it was like fiberglass. a It was a some was sort it, of was composite. It a, a resin of some sort. What was it? And yes. he said the glue was like peanut butter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he did. He said that. The glue was peanut butter. He did not. He Wait, said was the glue this on that was, this was like a, peanut butter? Was this a gingerbread submersible? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> he did get random things out of Amazon. I mean, literally, the freaking steer steering wheel was a remote control he got out of Amazon. Yeah, yeah it was. And then he Funny. got like, yeah. Did you guys did you guys hear about what's going on in Hawaii? By the way, no. They're cracking down on noise complaints in Hawaii. Did you guys hear about this? No. Oh my gosh! Is this how laughter, the especially end? laughter, especially. But now they only permit aloha. And that has murdered season two, everybody. I want to thank everybody who's listening, Snyder, others. I'm assuming. Just thank you so much for listening to us, Bry, Bry, Bry. We love everyone you, Bri. who made it through. Thank you. Yes. If you do have any questions for us for anything whatsoever, if you want Chris to stop telling dad jokes, or if you want Chris to keep telling dad jokes, please email us at the hardcappodcast at gmail.com and let us know your thoughts. All right, Alex, you and I were going to have to put a whole bunch of no's in there just to make sure it stays off. <laughs> I'm, I'm going anyway, to fans say. Let's tell Jamie to vote say. yes. Vote yes. Let's, 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 let's do this. Chris, what did you learn from this season of the podcast? Ooh. 
man, I learned that we need a lot of breaks because Alex is busy. I, I'm the busy one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll have to look at my calendar and see what I've been doing all year. <laughs> well, Alex, what have you learned this season? I learned that uh, Peter's muscles are pretty solid. You um, four inch pythons. Yeah, you're you have guns, man. You got you got guns. You got to get some licenses for them. Sons out, and, dude. And Pete, we're all, we're all proud of you and your your keto weight loss. Keep it yeah, up, man. Oh, geez, thank you. Super I proud of you. Great. Oh, I appreciate it, guys. Yeah, I'm I'm almost at my college weight again. I'm almost down to I'm at two thirty eight. Almost down to two thirty five. You're awesome. Yeah, Way to go, pretty man. awesome, man. Oh, Keep yeah. it up, man. Matt, what'd you learn? I learned it's hard to make a podcast. Oh, sure. I mean, it takes a lot of time, effort, coordination, research, cleverness. Mm. I hope our fan appreciates this. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, there is no shortness of cleverness on this podcast, though. Oh, we, we are, are clever magoos. We are a little too clever for our own good, aren't we? Peter, did you learn anything? I, I tried to learn something from this season, but it was so few and far between. It was tough to keep the train of thought going. But honestly, what I learned is that uh, I, I, I enjoy hanging out with you guys, and I enjoy having these conversations. And regardless of how long these podcasts go, I think that we have a good time together. And that season three is going to be even better because we're going to Vegas, baby. All right. Wait, All wait, right. Yeah. See you in a few months, everybody. I don't have a ticket. Oh. And oh no. you've been listening to The Hard Cap. <laughs>